I'm James Brereton in Charlotte with a special podcast update from the Carolina Weather Group. As we're tracking a powerful nor'easter off the coast of North Carolina and South Carolina this weekend. The storm, which strengthened off the coast of South Carolina and Georgia early Saturday, is expected to move to the northeast and bring the potential for severe weather into the Outer Banks late Saturday into Sunday. Storm warnings have already been posted along the Outer Banks and eastern North Carolina to warn residents of the impending severe weather. National Weather Service in Wilmington, North Carolina, has jurisdiction of those forecast areas, and they're calling for confidence high that this event will occur and expected to bring significant impacts. Storm force winds and dangerous seas over the coastal water sounds and rivers are expected. They're calling for two to four feet of water inundation above ground level on the ocean side, with flooding up to two feet along the inner Pamlico Sound and rivers. High surf, beach erosion, and ocean washover expected for the beaches north of Cape Lookout. The most significant ocean sign impacts are expected north of Cape Hatteras, where portions of Highway 12 will likely be inundated and impassable at times. Now, this storm is not technically tropical in nature, but it's very strong nonetheless, and this nor'easter could pack winds near hurricane strength. Now, earlier on Saturday, friend of the show and WCNC chief meteorologist Brad Panovich observed sustained winds of 50 miles an hour at Frying Pan Shoals off the coast of North Carolina to the south of the Outer Banks. Now, 50-mile-per-hour winds, if this was a tropical scenario, would make it a tropical storm, and anything above 74 miles an hour would be necessary in order to classify it as a minimum Category 1 hurricane. At its peak, this uh, nor'easter is expected to bring winds upwards of 70 miles an hour to portions of the Outer Banks. So, again, to put that another way, we're expecting winds near hurricane force strength Saturday night into Sunday along portions of the Outer Banks. And winds are being felt elsewhere across the region as well, too. Not as strong, but across portions of central and western Carolinas. Winds gusting to 20 or 30 miles an hour on Saturday, a part of the outer reaches and the impacts from the storm. The storm is also packing quite a punch when we look at the waves. Now, it might be a welcome sight to surfers, but the waves could be dangerous at times, especially along the Outer Banks, where they'll be closest to the epicenter of that storm late Saturday into Sunday, where wave heights could grow to about 12 feet just offshore, and a little bit further offshore could be as high as 20 feet. So if you combine those waves with the strong near-hurricane force onshore winds and 4 to 6 inches of additional rainfall, we're looking at quite a scenario here for flooding and erosion along the coast. Brad is warning of flood potentials all along the Pamlico River and inland as strong winds will push that water onshore. He's saying in his forecast, and I quote now, we could actually see impacts over a larger area than we saw from Hurricane Dorian. So before arriving in the Outer Banks overnight Saturday into Sunday, the storm strengthened offshore of Charleston, where it brought moderate flooding Saturday morning and flooded out a few roads near the Battery. Outer Bank residents have been told to prepare for power outages and flooded roadways, which could cut them off from the mainland or neighboring communities. And in neighboring Virginia, residents there are being warned to move their cars to higher ground, as they too could see flooding from this storm as it continues to move north and east over the weekend. And by Monday, the storm will be off the northeast coast of the United States. So again, we will continue to track this storm for you here on the Carolina Weather Group. And you can get updates on our social media platforms, and we'll put updates out right here on our podcast platform as news warrants. Coming up after a short break, we want to give you, the podcast listener, a preview of our upcoming 300th episode celebration with a special segment that actually was cut for time.
Thanks for staying with us. Now, coming out on Monday morning, right here on the podcast feed, you'll hear the 300th episode of the Carolina Weather Group. And as a part of that 90-minute long, yes, it's a little on the longer side, 90-minute long celebration, we've asked all of our panelists to submit their favorite moments to share with you. There was one that was cut for time, and now seems like an appropriate time to be able to share it with you. The newest member of our panel, Tim Pounds, in the North Augusta area has been with us for the past several months. He does a lot of work behind the scenes right here on this very podcast feed. His favorite moment thus far, far with us was during an interview where we discussed the conflict between 5G wireless technology and weather satellites. We need those weather satellites in order to provide accurate and up-to-date weather forecasting, especially during the hurricane season, and many of us, including myself, are very intrigued by the impending 5G wireless technology, which could bring even faster internet speeds to your phone. But the two are a little bit at odds, as you can hear in this interview from earlier in the year. Very soon going to be buying phones that are equipped to handle those 5G signals, as we're just starting to see 5G roll out in the uh, United States. Now, those radio frequencies uh, are used by satellites as well. And because uh, radio frequencies are kind of a finite resource and the government has to kind of parcel them out, uh, there's, we're getting a little bit close to where the weather satellites are operating and the uh, cell phones. And that's uh, kind of the issue with 5G coming online and still trying to obtain quality observations from our weather satellites. And you'll be able to hear more of our favorite moments just like that clip when our full 300th episode drops into your podcast feed just in time for your Monday morning commute. Until then, we will continue to monitor the nor'easter off the coast of the Carolinas and its impacts along the coast and further inland as we're expecting some gusty winds to impact Saturday into Sunday. For now, from Charlotte, I'm James Brierton. Have a safe weekend. Hope you enjoy it wherever you're listening from, and we'll see you back here Monday morning on the Carolina Weather Group.